they didn't say you're going to be this religion you have to do this because i was a doctor you got to be a doctor none of that um, i grew up all of us have different religions in my family for example I just had the most interesting conversation with Lori Ford. Lori Ford is super close with her family. She loves Disney and she has an amazing passion for her crystal collection. I think you're gonna enjoy hearing more about Lori Ford. Lori, thank you for being here with me today. Great, it's nice to be here and thank you for uh, having me. Tell us, Lori, what's your role at CNG? Uh, the director of product safety uh, for the company. So all sites uh, working with the plants to implement uh, quality systems to ensure we meet requirements from a regulatory standpoint, customer standpoint, and CNG standpoint. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we work hard to get uh, certifications in place. We have six different certifications that we work on uh, across all sites. Not all sites have every, every one of them, but so it's very dynamic that way. Well, Lori, I can I know that you are one of the most passionate people in the company about your job. You take it so seriously. Where did that passion come from? Great question. My mother. I can tell you when we were growing up, there's six of us in my family. I'm second oldest. Uh, my mom worked at Simplex Time and Record Company as a coiler. She used to turn coils with her hands. And she would come home uh, at night and she would be like, I beat that record because it was piecework. And so us kids would all have like, you know, betting on when she's going to come home and say it again. So she was very competitive. <laughs> she worked hard. My dad worked hard. He's a truck driver. He um, so between the two of them, uh, they definitely um, set the tone for values and uh, what we did in, in the workplace. So we worked really hard and uh, because of them. Yeah, that's that's so inspiring to hear. And for so many of us, our parents kind of shape our our path. Are you close with your parents? I yeah, my my dad has passed about uh, five six years now, but my my mom is still alive, and yeah, I love my mother. And mm -hmm. one of the things I love, not just about my mom, but my dad, is that as growing up, we were allowed to do whatever we wanted. They didn't say you're going to be this religion, you have to do this because I was a doctor, you got to be a doctor. None of that. Um, I grew up, pick, all of us have different religions in my family, for example. Wow. Yep. And I picked mine, you know, Roman Catholic and I went to church. I, you know, did my, uh, all my classes and everything. I absolutely loved it. I love the sermons. So people probably don't know that about me, but, um, you know, I do, I do enjoy going to church and, and that's, that's a, that's a very sacred thing, but I keep that to me. That's, yeah. I do me and, and that's, that's what I, you know, nobody knows that. I don't talk about it. But. Yeah. What a novel concept you're parents letting you pick your own religion. I think that's very forward thinking. How did you decide? Um, you know, it's what we first started going to the same church and then everybody decided if they liked it or didn't. And my mm. parents let mm -hmm. us do whatever we wanted and I liked it. I liked that church. I liked the, um, um, the reverend there. He was really good and had excellent sermons. I, that was my favorite part. Listening to the story mm -hmm. about, you know, a, a piece out of the Bible, that was pretty, pretty important to me to understand that. So, you know, between that and growing up in a small town, my parents, you know, I did every sport that you can think of, hockey, field hockey, basketball, softball. I 
was in the band. I played a clarinet. I was in the <laughs> choir. I was in the plays. Wow. And I worked at the, you know, the Clark Memorial and I, you know, was going to the gym all the time. My parents supported everything with six kids and still let us do whatever we wanted. Wow. They didn't make us play sports. They didn't make us do any of that. So, so one of the characteristics that I, that I have observed with you, Lori, is you, you're a very confident person. You come across very confident. I don't know if you feel that way inside, but I see you as a confident person. Is that, is that what shaped your confidence? Yeah, you nailed it. I, I, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I, yeah. I, uh, my parents, by them allowing us to do what we wanted to do, to be what we wanted to be, my mom would say, you know, do what you want to do. Don't do what people tell you to do. Make your own path. Follow your own mm -hmm. path. Make your own destination. Uh, and, and you know, we all did that in my family. We're all alike. We, mm -hmm. we are true Fords through and through. <laughs> we follow what our parents guided us to yeah. do. And I would not change a thing. Yeah. Another thing I, I know about you, Lori, uh, is your nickname. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's my nickname? <laughs> Diamond loafers. <laughs> yes, yes. So tell me, how did you get the nickname Diamond Loafer? Um, uh, because I, I, my mom had wore loafers growing up. Um, so all of us kids wear loafers a lot, and I, I'm wearing them now. <laughs> you have them on I today. Have them on, I you have, have them on, on your shiny black loafers. Yes, every day I wear them. Almost. Uh, my mom does too, even to this day. So I just I buy a lot of loafers. I'm a shoe person, and I have all different st uh, styles. But for work, I wear black. Yeah. So, Lori, what what's the best vacation you've ever been on? Uh, 2015, we went to Cancun with my family. Like the all of my family except for one sister couldn't mm -hmm. make it. My, that was my last vacation with my father. He passed away that April after that. Uh, but it was the best vacation because we had my nieces, my nephews, my siblings, my parents. Mm -hmm. It was the best vacation that I could have ever asked for. Mm -hmm. um, it's one I'll never forget. Um, we have, I, I like to take photos. So everybody that knows me, if you look at my phone, there's probably about 70,000 on my phone right now. 70,000 photos. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and you must the have the one with extra storage. I do. Oh yeah. I have to, I've got the, you know, big megabytes or whatever they're called. Gigabytes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not an IT person, but yeah. I, uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite uh, vacations because it was with my family and we're all looking at doing it again next year, again, as in memory of my dad and just a few other things going on, but to go to Aruba this time. Wow. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's so inspiring to me to see how close you are with your family. I've, I've noticed that over the years as well. And how I, I remember being in your office one time and you showing me a picture of, of you and your dad. Yeah. Still there probably. Yeah. I think it's the same one. Yeah. I love my dad. I love my, 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 all my siblings, my brother, especially I'm very close to my brother. So when you, when you think about your life today and the path that you're on, was there a particular turning point or pivotal moment in your life, a decision that you made? that put you on the path that you're on today? Great question. Yes. So uh, when I started out at CR Bard, I was 19 years old. And I, <clears throat> I started out working as a floater. Then I went in as a uh, work leader. Then I went into document control. And then I got into quality. It was like about two or three years in. And uh, Elizabeth Bondioli was my uh, manager at the time. And, um, you know, she 
she really supported me in what I did and everything I did in that company and helped me go through the ranks of the quality. Uh, so I worked in QC, testing chemicals, and um, that's what her background was in. So she taught me that. And uh, so I did that for a while, calibrations, uh, put programs in place through her support. And then I went into the QA lab, and then I managed all finished goods, all raw materials, and just kept escalating from there. I had eight positions in that company. Part of it was because of how she helped push me through and pushing me to go through. Not, she wasn't pushing me. I, I wanted to do it. I love to learn and, and learn new things and be challenged. So she was there to help and support me the entire way. And from that moment on, uh, there was the pivotal moment for me was when she brought in um, some consultants and they monitored all of the people in the organization to figure out what they um, uh, what they were doing and right or wrong. And um, she brought in this person, Wally Katie, who worked for the FDA for 20 years. And she put me with her. And when I started working with that person through Elizabeth's you know, direction, uh, I just absolutely loved everything about quality and haven't looked back. Yeah, do you feel like this is what you were born to do? Yeah, it is, absolutely. I, I don't know if you know this, Kathy, but uh, one year I was an operations manager I remember that. Okay. I did that job. I did not love it. No, you were I, commuting to New York. Nope. That was another different one. job. I was okay. still I was still I was still in quality on that one, but this one was in um Massachusetts and it was working with handicapped people, which was a, a very emotional time in my life with working with people who are handicapped who can put cables together and wires and put things together like this uh whole setup here. It is amazing to see uh what they could do, but yeah, I, I didn't love it. And that's when I knew I'm like, nope, quality. I'm going back into quality. And, and that's when I came back. And you welcomed me with open yes. arms. Yes, I think I think you've come back three times. Twice. Twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. No, we're we're lucky to have you yeah. on on the CNG team. So tell us about tell us about what you like to do when you're not working. Uh, I play tennis. I'm in the USAT league. I've been there at UST for twenty years. I play on two teams, 18 and over and 40 and over. Uh, absolutely love tennis. 18 um, and over and 40 and over. Mm -hmm. Wow. So is one more difficult than the other? Yeah. the uh, If you can believe it, the 40 and over is more difficult because they're more seasoned. <laughs> and these people, you know, I'm very, very competitive and I don't want to lose. I'm like, oh, I can beat that person. Uh, yeah. Nope, not so much because they're very good. <laughs> but um, I, I love tennis. I like swimming. I like to do, I have a Peloton bike, so I do some spinning. And um I just love to walk because my dad did, and we did a lot of walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I your your dad. Uh, I could tell you're you're very very close with your dad. What what one trait did you really admire the most about your dad? He's funny. Yeah, he had a humor. We all have it. Anybody that knows us and comes over our house, they're like, "Oh, you got your father's humor." Uh, especially my brother, but he has it more than any of us. But we all have that humor. We have that laugh, that giggle. That yeah. you guys probably don't see all the time here. I mean, when we're you're, all you're very serious at work, Lori. Well, I want I want to see you giggle more. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I laugh. I, and even I had my team. I was with, together with my team today, and we you know try mm -hmm. to make them laugh a little bit. And um, I, I'm getting better about that. So yeah. yeah, it's it's that that ability to just kind of cut loose and you know be in the moment, and it's so important, yeah. I think, to to be able to do that. So how do you how do you um, decompress? What do you do to relax and de-stress? I, I run. 
Mm-hmm. I'll actually go for a walk where I'll also run. If running for me is good or spinning, um, swimming in the summertime. Like right now, if I need to decompress, I'll go for a swim. Um, but I also just like to walk and, and listen to music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do the meditation too. Uh, started doing more, much more of that. Um, and I, I like to just listen to the, uh, just the, the, the music part, the meditation part of the music, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. So what about, um, <clears throat> what, what, I know that you live in Massachusetts, but tell me about the community you live in and what, what that's like. I live in a, a small community out, uh, that's in rural, um, a lot of farms, they have tobacco, uh, potato fields. Um, you know, they do a lot of haying there and that kind of stuff. I absolutely love it. It's a small little town, uh, called Sunderland and, um, it's, it's a small population, but I have a great community. I love my neighbors. Um, I'm, I'm like the neighbor watch. So everybody knows me. I, they all, you know, I'll call yes. them up if I see something, but anyway, it's, it's a great neighborhood, good people. Um, and so I'm, I'm really happy where I'm at. It is very close to, to CNG as well. Yeah. I've been to Sunderland. It is a, it is a beautiful little community mm-hmm. and great restaurants and, yes. you know, you feel safe walking around there. Yep. It's very nice. Yep. So tell me something. I, I've known you for quite a few years, since 2006. Tell me something I, I don't know about you. Hmm. I think... There's a lot of different things. I'm trying to figure out which one to tell you. There's a few. So I collect crystals, for example. You collect crystals? I collect crystals. Oh, I boy. love crystals. I love crystals. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. Wow, well, I um, never do that. Yeah, I, that's one of the big things I What's do. What's your favorite crystal? Well, uh, it's the, um, well, I got a lot of favorites, but um, well, I, just, I just like the uh, the rose quartz one. Yes. Um now, do you study like how these crystals have different properties energies. and yes, and yes. different energies and yeah. And do you put them out in the full moon to recharge them? Yes. Yes. So you didn't know I knew so much about crystals. <laughs> yes. So tell me, tell me about your 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 what you do with your crystals and how you use them in your life. Well, so I have some with me today. They're in my bag, wherever that is. You you travel with them? Oh, I travel because you know the uh, uh, there's a couple that you that are for travel. And I, I have, did not I have know one that in my car. I have one in my bag. Mm-hmm. I've given them all to my my employees. You know, I've I've given out some of those crystals to some uh, at different occasions uh, when I meet with the team and do little summits with them. But um, I have a thing at home that I put them in. I'm trying to get something where I can put the crystals in different places, like when the moon is out and yes. it's, it's coming into the window and hitting the shelf. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm looking for. But I'm just I've got enough of them now that I need to figure out how to where they're mm-hmm. going to go. But right now they're in a little uh, organizer, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And I get different ones. And what I do is uh, for Christmas, I got a bunch of cards. I lay the cards out and I put the crystals on the cards. And then I look at them and I make sure they match and just you know learn about them. And I, I get crystals for a lot of different people for different things for like, you know, if somebody needs it for healing or, yes. um, you know, just uh, we just had a celebration of life for a friend of mine who's uh, you know, cancer imminent. And so it was just this past Sunday. So we gave her some crystals for, for you know, just again, just to continue to give her some more positive energy. Mm-hmm. So I picked a few, uh, you know, amethyst mm-hmm. is a, a good, the, the purple stone there. That's a, a nice one to give uh, somebody for yeah. that, you know? Yeah, no, it, uh, 
the, the crystals uh, have been around forever, right? And the, the origin of the crystals, they were here long before we were, and they'll be here long after we're gone. So the, the mystical properties of crystal is fascinating. Oh, yeah. I love it. And if you're ever in a Sunderland area over in Deerfield, there's mm -hmm. a place called the Dinosaur Place. It's a dinosaur store. Mm -hmm. And in there is where I get a lot of my crystals. So it's nearby. Um, and A to Z has a lot of them, too. But ba basically, you go in there, and they have everything you know from the Stone Ages. It's amazing. Yeah. So I love them. What's the most fascinating or interesting crystal or most rare crystal that you have? Um, I would probably say the amethyst one that I have, that's a, the purple one and, mm -hmm. uh, is probably the most rare one that I have. I have so many though. I can't think of all <laughs> the names of them, but they're, yeah. I just love, I like the feel of them. I like what they do. I mean, they do, you know, when I read about them and understand what they are, mm -hmm. the properties that they have, I like little, little tiny ones. And I yeah. also like some of the medium sized but I have little baby ones that I, I'll go and pick. And I could spend an hour picking one. Wow. So if people don't like to shop You are me, meticulous. I... Uh, it's a good thing you're in charge of our quality. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah. yes. Or yes, our certifications, I yes. should say. So when you think about your life, I mean, there's so many fascinating, interesting things about you. Is there is there a particular goal that you have that you're aspiring toward or that you'd like to do in the future something that you know really captures your imagination and interest so you mean work related or no whatever whatever okay so uh, in life know, i always have a vision it's a funny thing that growing up it's one of those things in life that from a kid on i always had this vision about what you know what the end was going to look like Mm -hmm. And so uh, some of that's coming true now, not all of it, but, you know, so you've got, like, we built a house five years ago and that was one of my visions is to have the house and have it exactly the way we wanted it, which we did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so as I think about retirement and, and that kind of thing, so just visualizing where I want to be and what I want to do, you know, my mm -hmm. friends laugh at me and I say, I always want to be at work at Disney and I want to be a, you know, a bus you know. driver. <laughs> Welcome people into Disney and because uh, I, I love Disney and, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, I, um, you know, I have a couple things that I, I think I want to do when I retire that uh, I love to cook. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about something uh, related to that. So would you say you're a manifester? Oh. You think about things and then they happen in the future. I, I, I there's an element of that in my life that I feel is I, I have uh, premonitions and they, they come, they come to life. I'm like, Wow. wow. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and, like a sixth sense. I have a sixth sense. I absolutely do. Not every time, mm -hmm. but people, you know, I'll always say it. And, and then all of a sudden it happens. I'm like, oh, God, wow. Wow. It's a, it's a weird feeling to some degree, but um, it's, a, it's, it's cool as well. Yeah. You seem like a very connected person, you know, liking the crystals, like uh, mm -hmm. your outdoors, you like being in nature, you like exercising. Yep. Um, very grounded. Yes. Very so tell me, why do you love Disney? <laughs> I because that you know what when you asked me the question earlier, maybe I'm going to retract that yeah. and tell you how do I decompress? I love to the reason I like to go to Disney is because it takes me away from reality ah. and it gets me away from you know stuff, work, yep. home, whatever, mm -hmm. and it, it it's where I play. It's where I like to just have fun. And everybody that knows me 
you know, uh, if they want to go to Disney with somebody who wants to have fun, they're going to ask me to go with them because they know that we're going to have a great time. There's going to be a, you know, I have a schedule and, you know, get I, was, in early. I was going to say, you know, the yeah. key to the key to Disney today wasn't this way, you know, 20, 30 years ago, but the key today is you got to plan in advance. You got to get all those reservations yeah. and even for the rides. So you would be a great person to go to Disney with Lori. Yep. Oh yeah. I've got, a, well, I don't say I have it down pack, but I've got a lot of the, yeah. the tips that I can give people or when yep. we're there together, definitely know the secrets and what to do. Yeah. yeah. So if, if anybody's looking for a trip to Disney, call Lori Ford. She can help you get that planned. All right. So Lori, when you think back on your life and you could go back to age 18, would you change anything? Would you have made any different decisions, any regrets? You know, I don't know if it's a regret, but I went in the military first. Yes. And then I came out and I did my college after that. And I didn't finish, but I did a lot of classes and courses through BARD, you know, at night. I took night school when I came back out of the military. So, you know, I, I chose to go in because I wanted to go in for military police. So I said, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to get in there. And I ended up going in for a different thing because it was too long of a wait. But, you know, that's the only thing in life that I said, should I have gone to college first? Uh, I don't know if I change it because I've mm -hmm. learned so much in the military, um, you know, and, and I probably did more in the military than I would have in college because mm -hmm. I went from an E1 to an E5 sergeant mm -hmm. in two years. Wow. And I did all the correspondence. I was, uh, I went to a non-commissioned officer school. Um, I, you know, I, I've got an instructor's award. I, you know, I, I got all kinds of awards in the military for accommodations for things that I did during, because I was in during wartime. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was in HR position, which was personal record specialist, sending people overseas and coming back. And I was a hometown recruiter for in Orange Mass while I was in the military. Wow. You've done a lot of different things in your life. I know. I, I look back at it. I tell you, Kathy, I, I'm amazed uh, as I look back at what I did and, and all the jobs that I had and, and how much I did in each one of those in 38 years, uh, it's, I don't know how I did it. I really don't. I just, I persevere. I'm very focused. I'm a very focused person. So if when I focus to do something, I just do it and I don't look back. Yeah. That's the way. Yep. That's it. You know, I think when you do look back, you realize every decision, everything that's happened has led you to where you are today. Mm -hmm. This is where you're meant to be. Yep. So let me turn the table. Okay. I'm going to give you an opportunity to ask me anything you want. All right. So Kathy, what, what are the, what, are, what, what makes you um, happy? What, what, what makes you happy in life? Yeah. I think, I think when you, when you boil it down, everyone wants to be happy. Right. And if you ask somebody, what do you want? And they say, Oh, I want to have this house or I want to have, you know, this much money, or I want to have, if you ask, if you get down to why do you want that house? Why do you want that money? It's to be happy. Right. So the goal in life is to be happy. The way I look at it is happiness is a choice. Happiness isn't a destination. It isn't getting this house or getting that money or getting anything. Happiness is what you decide inside. And so for me, I try to live my life looking at what's right, what's going well, what I have to be grateful for versus what I don't have. And I think when you live with that mindset, it makes you a happy person. I'm a very grateful person, and I think gratitude brings me 
more happiness. Yeah, I can see that in you. There's no question. That's great. Um, you know what? What can I ask? One more question. Sure. So what? What? What is a, What is an activity? What? What do you like to do for fun? For fun? Yeah. Uh, so many things. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I enjoy being in the moment. Right. I think that's a key to happiness and just enjoying myself. Is if I'm walking home from work or I'm walking to work this morning, I'm very mindful of being where I am and noticing what's going on around me and, and finding happiness there, not thinking about, oh, what I need to do later or what might happen. I, you know, trying to live in the moment of what's going on around me, that makes me happy. Well, that's great. Nice. Yeah. I want to thank you for being here. This You've been a wonderful guest for me today, and you've been so generous with, with the things that you've talked about. And it's been my pleasure knowing you for so many years and you continue to inspire me. Well, thank you, Kathy. Uh, I would say the same back. I mean, you inspire me as well and I'm happy to be here. I absolutely love my job. I love what you're doing with the company. So thank you uh, for the opportunity to, to have this, this conversation. It's been great to get to know you some more as well. All right. Thank you, Lori.